A massive week in sport. We took last week off. I can't remember exactly why. Um, maybe it was just to watch sport. I don't know. Maybe it was too big. I don't know why. We had the All Blacks uh, Bledisloe Cup, which bored the teeth out of me, to be perfectly honest. But that's just me because I'm... Um, a one-way street. Um, yeah, I don't find games like that interesting. That's just mm-hmm. me, though. I really don't. For the 16 all draw? Well, at least it was close. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Can't get any closer. Yeah. Um, look, it's a good performance in Sydney. I think they were missing, they were definitely missing O'Connor and uh, what's his name? Uh, Tamur. Yeah, Matt Tamur. Quite clearly. Quite clearly missing those two. Yes. Um, they, yeah, I mean, they didn't have the same impact as they did it, um, you know, a couple of weeks earlier. Um, they were never going to win at Eden Park. Um, no one's ever won there. Well, they have. We talked about that last time, but it's certainly been some time. No one's ever won there, <clears throat> except for the French. From the tribe, yeah. yeah, well, the tribe from the end of the and world. The Aussies the, in 86. Yeah, Greg Cornelson, four tries, correct? Don't know. Is that right? I think I remember that, yeah. I think mm, that was He was 86. a bearded lock or something. Um, a, I thought he was an eight. Oh, eight, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bearded with a headband around his ears. He, he was definitely bearded. He was sort of a Dennis Lilly kind of look. That sort of fellow. Um, that we had to him. Uh, what were your impressions of the test? Because I'm negative Ned. So we need someone who's not as negative to well, the, talk us through it. Uh, well, the positives. The positives. The posi- I mean, the um, uh, Mawanga, I believe, yep. um, had that ball on a string. Yep. Went with the game, kicking game. Um, there was there was good, just the good kicks, I suppose. I mean, he he put a pinpoint uh, to Coles who, who dropped it, although maybe. Yep. Um, he was able to put it where he wanted. I thought to put he it. he clearly dropped that for mind. Yeah, I did too. But, yep. but apparently some commentators out there have said that similar rules... You can just lie on the ball now, can't you, effectively? Well, no, funnily enough, the rules don't say you have to be in control. Mm-hmm. You just have to have downward pressure. Yeah, which seems a bit silly to me. Yeah, but that's the law. Yeah, yeah. agreed. So the law says you just have to have downward pressure. He clearly had downward pressure. Well, you see in the NRL, obviously they go um, to the video refs sort of ad nauseum, um, but you do see guys sort of with a fingernail on the ball still still getting the, getting the chocolates, don't you? It's control. Yeah, <laughs> is it? <laughs> it's a lot of it depends how it looks in slow mo. Oh, and that, and that it, it, it's changed the whole thing. It has in, in real in real life. It's a try. Ricky Ioanni's try uh, a couple of weeks yep. back was a try. Uh, you look at it, uh, it's not a try. Remember club rugby and school rugby and stuff. I remember so many calls by the ref. Where it was basically a guy who was probably like twenty five, um, you know, refereeing some unruly uh, school kids or sort of eighteen, nineteen year olds. Um, no one really listening to his authority, um, and the touch judges were, were the guys who were sitting on the bench or someone's fat brother Oakley or something. Bias. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Um, who was sort of just hanging out with us until the bars opened. Yeah. And, and that was your lot. And there was a lot more pressure on referees in those days. I think now, um, obviously there's still pressure if they get things wrong, but they've got so many things more to their advantage now. Well, they do, but again, they, I mean, the, the on-field decision was a try. He got yep. walked back. Uh, I mean, how does that feel? Do you, like, if you're, is it Ben O'Keefe? Who was Ben O'Keefe as ref? Uh, not that one, was no. it? The one with the... It was the Aussie guy, wasn't it? Cole, oh, oh, with, oh, Gardner, Angus Gardner. Angus Gardner, yeah. 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 And so um, you catch up with your team after and say, mate, you, you peeled me back. Yeah. I said it was a try. Well, the, uh, I think I mentioned this, but the officiating that drawn test was pathetic yes like there was some terrible calls well you did game. watch that game again i believe i did yeah i, I was just it. as angry <laughs> the second time yeah i mean it's tough i mean i, re- yeah. I riffed my uh my my boys um under nine touch 
school comp the other day and yeah, yep. I couldn't get anything right according to the kids. Did you pull a couple of yellows, did you? Nah, well, I, I gave the benefit of the doubt to whoever I felt had the benefit of the doubt. Yep. I relied upon kids' honesty. Yeah. But of course, disputes. <laughs> did you get touched? Little dude. How, so how does it work? It's all tag, is it? Or touch. It's, it's touch. touch. Yeah, okay. it wasn't rugby. It was a okay. So when do they start smashing each other? Because I remember doing that around that age. Oh, it starts now. So rugby's been and gone, but now yeah. they're playing. But this is a touch tournament. From oh, school. it was a touch tournament. Like a, okay. Like a whole day, sort of. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you play all the local schools out there, and uh, they all play each other. And most of them play well, but then they, yeah, some of them d- degrade their behaviour disintegrates and not sportsman like they start calling the other team cheats yeah uh, even though i was the ref i was like well i'm the ref i'm the yeah. ref making the call and see like, i would cheat yeah, that's, well, just, that's just me well i mean you're probably in the in the, in the mold of richard mccoy you played yeah. the law within the no i never said that cheat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah just said cheat. <laughs> there's a difference um so richie moanga so was the first person I've he was a right. positive uh, i thought um I thought who else did I think? I mean, there's, I thought there was good players across. They all went pretty well. Didn't well, they, they did because they they obviously cleaned them up. Mm. Um, incredibly, that was a that Aussie team look. They look like a club footballers. Well, team. without I they really without, did. Without, eh? without, without, I think you're right. O'Connor and Tamu, without yeah. them, they were they were pretty much you know directionless. Um, they got a bit better when um, who's the veteran lock? What's his name? Rob um, Simmons. He came Simmons. on. Yeah, for they sure. got a bit better when he came on. I'm yep. thinking, why isn't he starting? But I don't know. Well, and yeah. why isn't the Tongan Thor starting? Well, I don't know either. No. I mean, did he play that well in the first one? Probably. Um, yeah, but I think it's the physicality because you want to hit the All Blacks up front straight away. Did don't the Tonga, you? I'm sure the Tongan thought played in the first one, didn't he? He did. Sorry, but the, did he start in the first one? He came. Oh, so he did, he start, did start in the first one. Oh, but he came on in the second one. Correct. Yes. Um, and of course, um, Colsey brings about his thing. Yep. Uh, which I think perhaps we were lacking. Yep. Uh, Cody Taylor's good, but he's. I mean, he's very good. I prefer Taylor just because he doesn't give away stupid penalties. He's probably a better. Yeah, he probably yeah. is better, but uh, perhaps that, that little bit of mongrel up front for the first couple of minutes, the first 20, 30, 40 minutes. Um, it's caught Coles out far too often in his career, hasn't it? It's not like he does it anonymously. No, it's quite blatant. It's mm. me. I throw this dude head first. Well, yeah. Well, Geordie uh, Barrett elbowed a guy in the face. Um, wow. Yeah, I mean, he started low, but went up. You low, can't man. raise the elbow, though. That's the. Diff- I remember getting clocked heaps of times in sort of club rugby <laughs> by dudes, you know. And I said, oh, if it, I'm just going to do it myself. Yeah. Um, but the rest notice. <laughs> I, remember, you know? I remember we played a, a bunch of uh, uh, State of O school lunchtime, uh, the prefabs at school. And, yeah. And Wongi just lifted up his forearm and pushed it straight into Pony's teeth. Into the teeth, and that was him going home to get them get them fixed. It was just a just complete forearm. So you can't you can't raise that. Yeah, but when you're when you're um, when you're a teenager, you've got all that testosterone sort of um, pulsing through. You're just ready to explode at any time. And remember, you just sort of get into fights for no reason. Like on the field, if someone just tackled you, you know, held you down a little bit long, or even if they just tackled you, sometimes sometimes that was enough. Yes, no, I remember seeing all sorts of things of that. Mm. All good times. So, Blitterslow 3, do we care? Or is it 4? I can't even remember. Nah, this is, this is Tri-Nations now. Is it? And they've named a different team. Uh, uh, who Australia have? No, we have. Oh, have we? Yeah. I haven't seen it. Yeah, yep. So, Jordy, Ten. sorry, Jordy. Jordy's at fullback. Yeah. Bowden's at 10. Okay. Um, Wong is off. Uh, Brad Webber's on the bench. TJ, your mate, starting. Yeah. Ikira is on the sit, number 6. So just for the hucker, really. That's, I, I can't need, stand that. It's too long now. They need someone to do the hucker. Yeah, that's... 
I know. Uh, and so Akira's finally going to... Did you know he's never played a test? Correct. He played... Uh, he that, played that, two that, games against the French team. barbarian team. Mm. As Which was like an A-side, wasn't a it? A Safar 4, so I'm a Fall 4. Oh, is, there, is he not... He's in the bench. Um, he's not worn uh, a test Guernsey. No, he hasn't. Okay. Um, and maybe that's all the change I can think of right now. Okay. Uh, Grace Cullen's on the bench. Will Jordan's Do you on mean the bench. Cullen Grace? Cullen Grace. Yeah. Yep, that dude. I hope we don't have a forward called Grace. Grace. No. As a first name. It's a bit rough. No. Sorry, mate. You'll be an all-black one day. Callan Grace. Now, he's he's supposed to be the next big thing, isn't he? There. Well, they've so put him straight in there. He's so. got a bit of Andy Earl about him. He's sort of a bit a bit mongrel um, at, an, at a young age. Do you know what I mean? Well, I think that's I think that's what Fozzie's looking for, but yeah. a bit more edge, which is where you get edge that he's a bit edge. But, yeah, that, that, but someone to come out there and clout someone. Now, what has happened to Luke Jacobson? Because I saw him playing um, on the weekend – well, I've seen him every weekend, haven't we? Um, yes. What don't the All Blacks like about him? Do, is he just a victim of there being too many um, guys in his spot at the moment? All or do you Cup think squad got KO? Yeah, nowhere. Is there some sort of something we don't know? Well, uh, it must be in the same boat as Bolshier as well, because mm. because they both seem to be reasonably good players. Maybe Fozzie doesn't want to look like you know he's picking his own own players. Yeah, but he hasn't. He's played for yeah. Those those, for those things run deep, though, don't they? Of course it is. From what I do with you, you still hurt when the Chiefs lose, which is every week now. Well, I tell you, what, I watched the women's Farah Palmer Cup final. Did what a see, thriller! Did you see that? I did. No, oh, I saw. I saw here. twenty minutes. The last twenty minutes. I watched the whole thing because I realised that I had. I made a comment a couple of weeks back saying I'd never watched a single game of women's rugby. <laughs> yeah. And that, but however, it was extraordinary. Yeah. And the, the, it was just as intense. The hits. I mean, obviously the pace and the and the. I won't say okay. Well, skill level is slightly is down because they're not they're, they're amateurs. They're not professional. Yeah. But the hits. There were some extraordinary hits. Um, yeah. The number eight for why can I forget her name right now? Right on, uh, they had a penalty. <laughs> Canterbury ran in and just smoked her. She smoked herself, hurt her shoulder. She was down for five minutes. Gets up, plays on, and we lost after the after the final whistle. Um, incredibly intense game, uh, and it was great because they got to try. It was an injury time already, wasn't Correct. it? Correct. It was, but they keep they kept infringing for a did. few phases, as didn't you they? Do. As yeah. You do. The game was over uh, in terms of time after yeah. eighty minutes. Well, that's actually quite pertinent because did you see State of Origin last night? Well, no, I you know, I forgot about it. I started watching the election, which is not what we're talking about, but I, no. um, I should have flicked back. Should have flicked back. Um, it I'm, wasn't the greatest State of O game I've ever seen. I mean, I didn't expect Queensland to win. Are you Blues or Maroons? Uh, I don't care. I'm from New Zealand. Right. Know? But if I had to go for one, it would be Maroons. Yeah. I, or Maroons. I'm not, what the hell's a Maroon? No, it's the other thing. I don't know. Anyway, um, there, but that game, uh, yeah, Queensland weren't expected. They had like 10 rookies. They weren't expected to win, but sometimes that can happen. I suspect that New South Wales will probably pump them like 40 nil in the next game. And then the third one, just to be a titanic trust tussle because it's in uh, Brisbane, back in Brisbane for game three. And they're week to week to week too because regular season's over. So next Wednesday and the following Wednesday. Yeah, rather than like what a month apart was it used to be. Yeah, absolutely. So. And also, it's sort of 30 degrees already <laughs> in Australia. The ground is hard. They'd rather just get it done, I think. Get you know? it done before someone snaps an ankle. But what I was uh, intimating was the referee seemed to call uh, game off about six seconds too early uh, before the actual hooter had gone. Uh, he basically said, oh, there's no time to pack the scrum, blah, blah, blah. Yes. Um, look, I've seen some whinging this morning. Uh, some of it from, from Queensland. Cooper Cronk was having a whinge too, which was, I thought was strange. Um, 
not at his team because they didn't do it, but no, just at the, the officiating. But yeah. Um, yeah, anyway, there there was a bit of time. There's probably enough for one more tackle, but yes. they would just smash it up in the air and, and hope for how, you know whatever. Someone and yeah, scores. Yeah, and someone could have easily dropped it or who knows. Doesn't prove anything. Game over. Tough luck. It's that's what it is. No, so I didn't see which, but if I'd been on the receiving end though, I'd be pretty dirty. Yeah, always. I mean, I always try and make. Yeah. Um, I always try and watch at least the first state of O just to see what's going to happen. And yeah. I'm not really a leaguey. Um, and um, unfortunately, I missed that one. However, I will definitely watch the next one because now, because of these things, they've got my eyeballs. Mm-hmm. I think they had a pretty poor eyeball count too. There's a very low count of people watching it, arguably because of the um, the Lumiere connection as well. Yeah. Too. Arguably, yeah, the American election possibly as well. Mm-hmm. Trump saying he's going to—he's not going to. Well, there was that, but also it was in Adelaide, which is part of the issue, isn't it? Yeah, well, Adelaide's about South Australia, so they want to make nice wine and yeah, I dare say they play AFL down there. I think. And football. Look, have you been to Adelaide? No. To me, it looks like the most boring place in the world. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard similar things. But I don't know that for sure. So anyway, I'm sure people from Adelaide will have a go. You, but can, it, you can ring in. Because every time I – well, obviously no one goes anywhere now, but no. when they had tourist ads, they would sell the this Rundle Mall and this uh, the Barossa Valley, or being the gateway to the Barossa Valley. But isn't it just, just really flat and full of churches and reminds me of Greg Chapel? Mm, yeah, possibly all of those things. I know yeah. nothing more apart from I think Elizabeth is a suburb, which is not that good. Elizabeth, yeah. okay. Apart from that, that's all I know about Adelaide. And anyone can get a... Sweet Aussie Shiraz, which I don't like. Okay. Sweet Aussie Shirazes. Yeah, it tastes too, sh- <laughs> too sugary and jammy for me. Too, yeah, it's too hot. And everyone can get uh, a century if you bet there, basically. Oh, really? Yeah, it's oh. it's a total road. That should be me because I'm, I'm Martin Crow once uh, Martin Crow once said, um, certainties in life... Death taxes and a hundred at the Adelaide Oval. Is that right? Yeah, man, everyone wants to play there. Mm. Is that I right? Think, so I think Hogan got one eight eight there in eighty five, eighty six, somewhere around there. Or well, that might—it was in that series anyway. Whether it was at Adelaide, I can't quite remember. I remember Sir Richard uh, destroying uh, the Aussies at the Gabba eighty five, eighty six. That was, to be fair, that's that gets replayed a lot. Um, not just because he got nine for fifty-two, but also because he was our only bowler, really. That's all we mate. You were bowling the other end as well. Now. <laughs> well, that you and Chadfield, you know, was a an honest Wellington toiler. He was used to um, trundling into the southerly and stuff. Yes, but he really got above sort of um, I don't know the the pace of a small child. <laughs> <laughs> but a limp, um, but yeah, but, left hand throw. <laughs> he did. He just you know it didn't look like he could even lift lift up his lunch. Do you know right. what I mean? Um, but he did the donkey, and Sir Richard um, just took the cream. Not saying he wasn't a hell of a bowler. I'm just oh. saying he had all everything in his his favour. But if you're playing Australia and there's you and Martin Sneddon and and whatever, oh, Marty Sneddon. Um, yeah, you probably would give Sir Richard the majority of the ball overs, wouldn't you? Yeah, I think mm-hmm. so. He's going to have to bear that load. Yeah, and he did, and he came away with it. Yeah. But he obviously got them out, so yeah. he still did the job. Yeah. So so even though the team may have been lacking in bowlers, that guy's good enough. So Absolutely. He's, he's our best. He's our best. Uh, I had a bit of an LMS. Um, uh, well, I, I, I played my first game of last man stands cricket uh, for about three years last night. Oh, yes. In uh, Victoria Park, it was a bit of a shambles uh, for the uh, team, the Long Boxes. We turned up. This is and, team. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. And we turned up, and the a premier cricketer 
who was in charge of the ground down there at uh, Grafton, which is Victoria Park, came over and said, you can't play, the pitches aren't ready. And he was he was full of pomp and importance. Um, and we um, sort of negotiated our way into it. And then the, the guys' schedules, all the games came down, the sort of the league manager. And uh, we managed to... Um, Basically, they were worried about the blocks being... There was only two artificials available and the blocks were covered next to them. Honestly, no one feels at bat pad in, in this form of no, cricket, you know. No, not it's not really a problem. Everyone's on the boundary. Yes. And the batsman just ran on the other side of the wicket. So, <laughs> in the end, it was much ado about nothing. No, but, really. But, um, yeah, we had to... Um, it was certainly... Well, it went on so long that we had to reduce the game to 16 overs Oh, each. really? Nothing happened? We did. We, we um, played some guys called the Bowl Jobs, I think it is. Yes. Um, and they, well, they had a promising story. Well, they lost the wicket in the first over. Um, they lost all eight wickets. One was bowled, the very last guy. Seven of them were caught. Um, they were all having a dash at the short boundary straight. Seven catches. Can you believe that? By the same person or someone nearby? Uh, no, because we sort of rotate the field Just around. Yeah, so it was catch. sort of... I was the only one who didn't get one. Um, the very first ball of the game, I was about 10 metres in from the boundary where I probably shouldn't have been. Yes. And it sailed over my head and I was almost could catch it. It was a little bit too high and it went for four just to rub it in. Oh. <laughs> yeah, very first ball, and I just put it down to sort of, oh, look, I just, oh, I just got here. Got the field wrong. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Um, yeah. So anyway, good. sorry, where was I going with that? They made uh, 89. They started very well, apart from the wicket in the first over. They got to about 50 for one after that, and then crumbled. Um, they all got out in the straight hit, and they ended up getting rolled for 89. I bowled one over. Yes. First ball. Wide down the leg side, just rusty. Just yeah, rusty. Of course, of course. Okay. Second ball. And you're a fast bowler, right? Uh, I wouldn't go that far. Right. But medium pace yes. these days. Um, uh, second one, dot ball. Dot right. playing a miss. Uh, third one, hit him on the pads, basically plumb in front. And you know I'm an umpire, so I know when it's out. Yes. Not just because I was bowling. Yes. Um, it couldn't have been more out. And somehow the umpire made this gesture down the leg side. I said, what do you mean? What, what do you mean? It wasn't going anywhere near there. But I didn't carry on with it because, no, you know, it's social cricket. Uh, so I said, oh, if you to this guy, you're, you're, I'm getting you now, son. Yes. And the next two balls I dug in uh, sort of at shoulder height. But they didn't quite get up, Oh no! unfortunately. And both were dispatched for six consecutive deliveries. So I ended up with like... None for 14, when it could have been like one for two, one for two. <laughs> robbed. It's amazing how But either way, we uh, we got the points. Tim McIntosh got us off to a oh, nice that's, start. that's handy having him yeah, in the team. He played uh, around 20 <laughs> tests for New Zealand. Uh, he got us off. He took the shine off for us. Yes. Uh, and Hottie finished the job. So oh, yeah, Hottie be rapping. We lost three three wickets, I think, and I batted eight. So, so no chance. Well, I just don't want to bat. It's, don't you? Uh, not really. Um I just can't see the ball like I used to, probably because I'm wearing dark sunglasses all yes. the time. But um, I just don't pick it up. I just don't know what it is. I just, yeah. I played a game for that team a few years back. Yeah. That was my first game in 20 odd years. Yeah. How'd you go? Uh, didn't really contribute anything. No. Well, like no. me yesterday. No. But I put my hand up. Hottie's put out the roster this week and he said, Who's keen? And I said, Yeah, I'm first, first hand up. Yeah. And I haven't heard a confirmation yet. So I'm wondering, <laughs> surely I can't be judged on one over. Well, I never got a callback. Okay. <laughs> I never got a callback. But I've got a shirt with my name and everything. Yeah, and you've played the game. Yeah. <laughs> um, and right. they can use me as a spare umpire. Which I had it. 
Really? Yeah. Which, which you had. Yeah, yeah. You were a bit of a... Uh, I played tennis. A bit of a Joe which, Esposito. Which I've just started playing tennis now. Actually. Have you? Yeah, my body hurts. It hurts now. Hips. I assume you weren't playing today in this inclement weather. No, last During night, the tempest. I've, I've been, uh, I've been um, promoted on my ability to hit the ball straight, yep. straight to the club's A-grade team. Nice. Um, however, I can't run and hit the ball. <laughs> I can hit the ball when it comes to me. Yeah. And so um, so I'm going through various stages of rehab right now, like um, gym and stretching and uh, chiropractor and all sorts of stuff, to, a bit of physio. Because tennis is, it's funny enough, if, when you take 20 years off, it's a tough game. The lunging, the lunging. Lunging, yeah. Oh, it's the hamstring issues, isn't uh, it? Uh, glutes. I had like glutes. Two, felt like I had two hot little coals in my back pockets. Okay. Uh, after about 30 <laughs> minutes of tennis, like, man, I've got to get off this court because I'm in trouble. <laughs> I've stretched already. I've warmed up and I've stretched and I've continued to stretch and I've got just the heat wave Do starting. you still have a heat? These hot buttocks that you're talking about. No, no, they're, still, they're gone now, but it's, now, okay. now, it's now structural. It's, it's, my, it's my hip and my knee and my elbow. It's just not worth it, really. Well, I'm, I'm See, I played last night, and I was like, I enjoy it, but is it worth it well, like, medically? I reckon I reckon if I don't do it now, then I, I could this, this could slide by, you know, in my well, early to mid-40s. If I continue to carry on this way yeah. and can't play a simple game of tennis, then... Yeah. And that's what it comes down to, doesn't it? Because you're like, it used to seem so easy. It was now. easy. I never got sore. Um, no. I played all the time. But uh, but no, it's, it's, it was good to get back on the on the court. Don't get me wrong, but yep. But uh, but it hurts. Uh, and I watched I watched the you know such was my enthusiasm to get back on the court. I watched the French Open final until I fell asleep. Of course, it was a few weeks back, of course. Yeah. Um, watching Nadal destroy uh, Djokovic. And it looks so easy when you see it there, doesn't oh. it? The the, yeah, the intensity and the and particularly on clay and yeah I was fortunate I grew up my, my, my parents um, around a lot of clay well they they built a clay court in, our, in my home so. oh I thought you were going to say they had a kiln or something no okay. no that wouldn't relate no. quite the same way but I know we had a clay court so you, yep. you sand on a clay court you slide into your shots you, yep. you do end up stretching out you do end up doing these things um, you don't you can't stop like a hard court you don't stop on the spot you've you, you've got to slide into the shot, be able to hit it, and then scramble and get back. Um, to do that in your mid to late 30s, which these, these current pros are, I mean, their bodies must be... It's a mm. hard game, tennis. It actually, mm. fun enough, it's probably harder than most people give it credit for on the on the joints and on the ligaments, on the tendons. Yep. Um, so, yeah. So that's, tennis is tough. But it, it is for me. Yeah. It is for me. But I enjoy it, and I'm going to give it a crack. And that's the main thing. Correct. We're going to have a little break. Uh, we will leave you for about four or five minutes. The <laughs> I've got a shocker for you today. I've got uh, Survivor. You remember them? I the Tiger. Uh, of but this is uh, another track from the Rocky Four soundtrack, Burning Heart. Burning Heart. Um, it's got a lot of Ivan Drago sort of on treadmills, and it's a big montage, the whole thing. Sounds great. Uh, we'll be back soon. See you shortly. Guns N' Roses, You Could Be Mine from the Terminator 2 soundtrack. Just watching Arnie putting his fist through Robert Patrick's head. Uh, now he's cut him in half. Anyway, this is the sports show, the Sports Happy Hour, East FM 88.1, 107.1. My name is Jim Giller is in the hot seat. I'm right here. Next to um, me. Sorry, I had your microphone turned down. Just a fact, one. I um, only recently learned about this particular song. It came yep. out on the, you correct, that soundtrack. Yep. It was put on one of the Use Your Illusions. I'm not sure which Probably one. Probably the second one that was a, the B side of the second one. Or Possibly. Something. But it was actually written um, 
around the same time as uh, the first album. Uh, okay. Uh, Appetite for Destruction, but they had no room to put it on. Yep. So, oh, uh, the, this particular track. This was, song. Yeah, yep. so they actually sat on it. It has. It does have that uh, more of a sound from that album, doesn't it, than... Yeah, yeah, d- different, different drummer, different drummer, and um, yep. yeah, but uh, but no, it was, um, and I, I can't remember. I think James Cameron. I'm not sure how the conversation came about, but the, he uh, said like, "Oh, we've got a we've got a new song, another two minute movie, sorry, another yep. two minute movie." Um, have you got a song you think we'd love something with a bit of an edge? And they go, well, "How about this one?" No one's heard this. No, <clears throat> and there you go. Um, still a great song. Still, I believe timeless. Uh, I mean, it's thirty odd years ago. Yeah, it'd be nearly 30 years old now. Oh, it would be over 30 years, yeah. of course. Written in 87, so... Ish. Mm. Well, it came out... It was written before that album, so it came out around then. Luke Ronke is the new batting coach of the... Oh, I didn't read it. Black I knew, Caps. I saw it, didn't have a new, I had a new coach, but I didn't see who it was. Well, um, Tumita Peter decided to take the head coaching job uh, in Canterbury, which, I mean, I don't know. Is that the right move? If you're involved in the New Zealand setup already, regardless of how you got there, mm. um, wouldn't you stick with that as opposed to go back full time? I mean, I, th- I think a lot of this, a lot of these guys, obviously pull the family call and stuff like that, and that's why they, you know, sitting, no point. you know, ha- <laughs> hanging around NZ. Aren't you? Aren't you going to be travelling during the first class season quite a bit anyway? Well, um, you, you would be, I suppose. Yeah, mm, definitely. Oh, would it make that much difference? The big tours, though, you don't have a Christmas off. Yeah, but also not going on any big tours. No. That's the other thing. Yeah, we're fortunate. Sounds like the cushiest job in the world for Ronke, Mm. don't you think? Do you think he's going to be good? Who knows? Who... Everyone's a batting coach now. Yeah, you're you're a batting coach. Yeah, I've got I can you know I've I mean? got an eye for technique. That's what I mean. Yeah, and I know biomechanics. Yeah, I know with the elbow and the wrist. And the there's, there's that old argument that guys at that level shouldn't need coaching. How to bat? <sighs> yeah, I don't think it's necessarily a coaching thing. I think it's just the batting coach knows technical flaws that other coaches don't or other people don't. Mm. I, I, look, I've I go, I've had this. I've thought about this a lot. I mean, obviously, the All Blacks have got a myriad of coaches. Yeah. Pretty much every golf professional has got a coach. Um, I've had coaches for various things, and all of a sudden, accelerated through a little ish, issue. Well, not issue, but like a something, um, a plateau. I think they call it a plateau. Yeah. Yeah. So there is an. A, like when Lydia Ko changes her uh, caddies all the time. Once know? again, a caddy and yeah. her coaches. Um, although she seems to have come right with this coach. Um, for now. For now. Yeah. But who knows? I mean, who knows? You'd say whatever got you to that level, but you could also argue this uh, this new generation of youngins, they're maybe been overcoached. You know, think from, yep. you know, school sport is effectively semi-professional. You certainly do. You see that in golf. I mean, I know we were talking golf, but you, you see that in a lot. These, I mean, it happened at Tiger Woods, that sort of, you know, robotic sort of die-cast uh, young athlete that, that goes through the system um, with pushy parents and... All that sort of stuff. And, you know, it, it's a game where the parents are probably going to have to have a few bucks behind them. Um, it's not a cheap game. But, well, New Zealand it is. Um, you know, New that, Zealand comparatively it is. But in sure. terms of, like, green fees and all that, which you'd pay overseas, it's not cheap, is it? No. no it's, it's like it's like a startup sport like snowboarding or skiing. You know, yep. to get started to do a season, and you're starting from scratch, you're looking at three grand, sort of at least. You've got your season pass, you've got to buy all your skis, you've got to buy your jacket, you've got to buy your pants, you've got to buy all the sort of stuff, your boots, yep. and uh, and you break your leg on your third day. Yeah. Um, and golf is like that. So you, you can you can't really no one you can hire clubs, but it, so you, to pay a membership thousand plus 
typically in Auckland. Uh, set of golf clubs. But that's pocket change, isn't it? Particularly like Asian guys come to New Zealand and they love it because how, oh. how cheap it is, right? Oh, their joining fees are. I remember I was playing, playing I used to play at a Miramar in Wellington, and uh, an Irish man, an Irish guy was there and he had a K Club shirt on, which is just held the Ryder Cup. Yeah. And he said, mate, to, to and this was back when Dublin, this was in Dublin, Ireland, uh, K Club was just outside of Dublin, Ireland. This is when Dublin, around the turn of the century, was the most expensive city in Europe. So it was more expensive than London. Yep. Ireland first went created the first Tiger before yep. it destroyed itself but rebuilt itself. Well, it didn't stink like London. That was part of it, wasn't Probably. It? No, no, it would have yeah. like nice smell of Guinness. That's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> and Different they, industry, right? And they had, um, I think it was 100K, maybe I'm exaggerating, but whatever it was, it was an exorbitant amount of money that was a joining fee that just went straight, in his words, straight to money heaven. <laughs> <laughs> you should just give it to them. They go, boom, that's it. Gone. Just joined. Yep. Now you've got to pay your fees. Okay. And then you got to pay for everything after that. But was it an annual fee or was it for life? No, no, that was your join. But if you didn't, if you let your subscription um, elapse, yep. you have to rejoin again at some stage. But okay. it's just, here I am, I've got a hundy or whatever it was. It was extraordinary though. It was it was at least, I thought it was a hundy, but it might have been it might have been less. But that was the sort of money they're talking. And I know clubs around the world do have that minimum. Places in Hong Kong and Asia, where, where there's no of land, course, there's basically. No land. Yeah. So they go, oh, this is what it costs you. Well, Even sound. driving ranges, there's something astronomical, isn't it? Yeah. To smash the food balls. That seems reasonable, they say. Mm. All right, I'll, I don't know how or where they get the money from. Um, that's why they probably work themselves to death. Yeah. What's that word that Japanese have? I know what you're saying. They, it's exactly it, is because they don't want to lose face and be the first person to go home and no. things like that, right? So they're all asleep in the subway yeah. and the whatever drunk yeah. as, <laughs> and they get a just sung karaoke. For when are they having time for golf though? Who knows? Who knows what these people do? No. Very different lifestyle to us. It is. Luke Ronke can explain. <laughs> if we were still talking about <laughs> Luke Ronke and, and batting coach. I'm uh, West Indies, I think it was the 26th or 27th Eden Park. Um, yeah, I'm happy to see a bit of cricket. I'm not overly excited for the season. There's nothing really that jumps what, out at what me. What do you reckon the Windies aren't going to be that good? What about the punk? Oh, no, well, jumping, they'll be good I'm in jumping. the T20s, but yep. that'll be about it. Right. And we'll just cream them in the rest. So and you reckon t Pakistan, who knows? And uh, who else have we got? Is it Sri Lanka? I don't know. News Pakistan. <laughs> Have we got a Boxing Day test? Uh, yes, no, we do. We yes. That could at, be. At the right. Bay Oval. Oh, of course. Strangely. Well, we've no, discussed that before. That makes sense, doesn't it? Yep. Summer, beach. I guess. Lots of people. I guess. Uh, test cricket. Look, if I'm going on holiday to Mount Maunganui, though, I don't want to go to test cricket. Mm. Yeah, there's other attractions there. There's other things you can look at. Yeah. Yep. All, All right. right. Uh, so, so, do they still have the sound shell? Probably not. I, I think it's know. gone now. No, I haven't been there for years. I think I remember seeing Mucky Havoc's band there years back. Uh, tripping or not? No, uh, was it push 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 push? push, push yeah. I was gonna say, I was and they trip, had trip. them. They used to have the Miss Mount Maunganui competition. Said, and this is the days before Instagram, so you got your fill, you know. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't think it runs anymore. If it does, it, it'll be sanitized. Yeah, restricted <laughs> access. I think. Um, no, I know the uh, Mr. F- oh, Mr. They had Mrs. Fong Mata and Andrew McGregor entered that one. I came came third. Oh, <laughs> that's <was> nice. <laughs> but that was the days you, you sort of had. To, <clears throat> did he put on a silly wig in that? Or? Yeah, then he had a big afro, the big long, this long. See, that wouldn't stand up today. That's cultural appropriation. Yeah, he had the big sort of not an af, but a sort of gollywog sort of. That wouldn't stand up either. No, it wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and he wore and he wore like a bra, like sorry, a, a bikini. Yeah, and so that wouldn't stand up either. No, and I think he showed some some sack, and that wouldn't. Stand no, up. that would stand up. That's fine now. <laughs> but in front of like a, a daytime crowd. Oh, like I see. at the main. 
<laughs> the main tippler. Depends how much sack he was showing. Yeah, I suppose. Well, yeah. Was it a slip? I actually was wasn't it? present, so oh, I'm, okay. I'm relaying it. But I know what he looked like. Looked yeah. like, uh, and that's what he had. Big crusty the crown clown sort of. If you imagine that wet um, and sort of sagging over like a <clears throat> like a like a like a sack of barley. So, yeah. But curly. Yeah. A curly <laughs> sack of barley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in a bikini. I don't know what this descends into this every time, does oh, it? All right. <laughs> um, we've talked rugby league. We've talked rugby union to death. I'm so bored of rugby. I don't care really anymore. Little, we've talked a little bit of golf. All we tennis, do is play Australia. It's cricket. very boring. It is a bit boring. Like it's, the way that Fozzie goes, oh, and then we play. Special, it's a special game this week. We're like, well, no, it's not. It's a fourth in a row. <laughs> well, he'll be saying that because there'll be a debutante or something. <clears throat> I suspect. Oh. Yeah, someone's going to. Yeah. They're running out of things to talk about. I saw um, in the Herald one of the journos had done a story um, basically saying nothing. It was a no-news day, obviously, with the All Blacks, but it was. they just feel this need to, to – they have to tell you something, even if it's real arbitrary, about the All Blacks, right? right? And it was basically someone new had been introduced to the leadership group. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, actually, we oh. And it was. I thought they'd reduced the leadership group. Or was it that? It. it was in reverse. Anyway, who cares? Yeah. Like, who got, honestly cares? We've got less people who go, I didn't even know who was in there anyway. Exactly. And that's that's what I'm getting and at. And I saw a thing on Facebook the other day, although I did a shout out to Kim, who's part of the part of the, the physical training yes, team. Yes, Kim S. Yep. Um, Grammar Man. He, um, Nick, there's a three minute segment about the All Blacks training with Nick Gill. Yeah. Um, Who's Nick Gill, their trainer? Their trainer. He's the head trainer. Okay. So, so Kim. Kim's the strength guy, isn't he? Somewhere in somewhere yeah. there. Yeah. And they, uh, and yet, yeah, arguably, it's just one of those things to promote, you know, just keep them out there. All they're doing is doing weights. Yeah. I mean, it's impressive. They're heavy. Yeah. And they're strong. Yeah. But I knew that. Occasionally, they'll. Um, They'll line up the props and, and sort of make a PR event out of it about how many wheat bicks they eat or some shit, <laughs> and include their sponsor somehow. Yeah. And also. Why do they do that anymore? Wheat bicks. Wheat bicks piss me off. Do you know why? Tell because me. Because I have nothing against wheat and people that eat wheat, but it's just particularly in New Zealand. They're made by a company called Sanitarium, which is um, run by Seventh Day Adventists. Church and it, Day Saints. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And. They have a very tight relationship with New Zealand rugby in particular um, as one of the key sponsors, which is fine because this is New Zealand and who else are you going to sponsor? Do you know what I mean? Of course. The Royal Oak Hawks and the Indoor Bowls League. They get more leverage to the All Blacks, I think. That's what I mean. But for me, it's a disgusting product. Oh, yeah. Um, it's just it's the kind of thing force-fed to you uh, when you're a child. How and, did you eat it? Uh Force. I didn't really. I didn't really. I ate it a few times and I said, I'm, I'm not having this. Yeah. And it's flavourless. You have to add multitudes of sugar to it, just spoonfuls. And they promote it as no sugar. And milk. Yeah, and they promote it as this kind of superfood that athletes like the All Blacks and your child needs. Yeah. And it's like, do they? Yeah. It's just a bunch of carbohydrates. I must admit, I did grow up eating wee but I haven't eaten it for years. Yeah. Um, and I would break it up into pieces and I'd put... A yeah. lot of sugar on it. Well, you, and you had to drown it in milk and, <laughs> and a lot of milk as well. I did all. And of if you were poor, you had um, just boiling water. Yeah, I know. I did that sometimes when I ran out of milk. Yeah. Um, but yeah, boiling. I mean, or 
oh well different wheat bake sandwiches so you get a soggy you get a soggy piece of wheat it's just that you have to sweeten with sugar yes harmful white sugar yeah all that yeah over processed stuff right and on and they'll probably throw in a bit of you know, tin fruit or some crap. Yeah. On the ad. Peaches, yeah. Of course. Uh, well, you can add peaches, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, put kiwi fruit on there now. But I don't want that in the morning if no. I'm a kid. You don't want that. No, my boys are pretty yeah, French. You want Big Ben and a Marinda. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course you do. We'll just get some of my neighbours' kids have. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yes, there is a bit of a theme. Um, but for me, it's just corporate encroachment into the brand. I mean, the All Blacks have. Been, they're gone. They've been lost to that oh, for, for a long gone, time now. Long gone. And that's what that's what um, one of the reasons why the haka pisses me off now, because it's just literally a song and a dance now. It's this show, isn't it? It's just marketing. I don't think it means the same as it used to. Yeah. Um, the what pisses me off? Well, a lot of things, but <laughs> about, about that is the it's a challenge, right? Now, correct me if I'm wrong. It's a challenge. Yes. But you're not allowed to challenge it because that would be disrespectful somehow. Oh, you're allowed to do little Vs and stuff and reverse oh, a v. v. Reverse V. They're making, you know, threatening throat slit and gestures yeah. and yeah. you're lining up in, in hey, an arrow formation. Stand slightly in front of me, mate. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't <laughs> seem quite fair. No, it does. It does. It does. <laughs> I do agree. Because I've spoken to people in the UK and all that when I've watched rugby games with them and you get quite patriotic over there so yeah. you get more into it. Yeah. But when you get high, obviously I'm my cynical self and yeah. I... I look at it now and I see TJ at the front grandstanding and all this sort of carry on. And for me, it actually removes um, <laughs> the, the kind of spiritual element from it as well, the, the, yeah. you know, the, uh, from the Maori and that sort of stuff. And it kind of, I don't know, it trivialises it a bit for me. It, it's funny because I... I uh, and the British, they, the British hate it. They, they You hear them, they, they, they hate it. They think it's all... And, oh, but you know what? Roger, that's a good reason. <laughs> you know what, though? They should be allowed to challenge it. Remember a few years back? Or a few Cockerell. years. Richard Cockrell. And Norm. Yeah, Norm. But that's fine. And Norm didn't take a back seat and neither did Cockrell. Nah. And that's it. It's they, a challenge. They ended up fighting that night in the back of a taxi together. It's not, not a little dance. <laughs> they have to stand there all respectfully and go. No, no, it's a challenge. It's, it's you know on. I mean? we're, we're at war. Uh, which is why, again, I struggle. I don't struggle too much with that. I do. I think you've got a point. I think it's overplayed. And it's it completely overused. And it is a marketing point. Everyone coming back from the airport who's done something remotely successful yeah. overseas oh, gets a haka. That's a bit painful. But the, but the most painful haka, I think, is the, it's the Kiwis with, <laughs> when they do the meanest one ever yeah. and get smashed. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, they do, eh? Australia. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do but it. The Aussies just going to smirk at them? I was gonna yeah, make, if I'm the captain, I go, me. boys, I'll tell you what, we're never doing the haka until we beat these guys twice in a row. Do you know, it's not that they have bad personnel, the Kiwis. You know no. what it is? It's they, A, they generally get all their best players suspended by the NRL just before the I test. Know, it is a bit rugged, something. isn't it? It's, it happens every year. It, it won't happen this year, but it happens every year. Yeah. We, New Zealanders basically get screwed by the NRL. Yeah. And... They have no time to prepare. They go into camp with about two days oh, to the days. game. How do you do that? They've never played with anyone else in the team. No. There's no combinations. They don't know what they're doing. And they run around like headless chooks. It's very hard. Yeah, you're right. It's very hard to play a game like that. And occasionally we'll beat them, but yep. it, that's just through, you know, sheer David Kidwell esque <laughs> fury and rage. <laughs> Smashing the lights of Mason. Mean? 
Exactly. So, which is why we do work well at campaigns. We do a lot better in yeah. campaigns because we obviously gel quite closely. Where yeah. I think what the Aussies probably do is they have their their their, their club combinations reasonably intact. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Well, they they tend to select like that as well. Yeah. They go, all right, we'll take you back three. We'll take you two here. We'll take you two mm. there, and we'll fit in the rest, guys. And watch this. We'll smash these guys <laughs> after they stop screaming. Now you were saying with this All Black side that. Um, so Weber's come onto the bench, or is he on starting bench. on the bench? Pirinar is starting. He never gets any game time at all, Weber, eh? That guy. Just uh, well, he, he. I mean, he made his way back. Free. He played one test in Samoa. Yeah. In a fifteen, I think, prior to the last World Cup. Correct. And then he made the last squad for the last, just because he played a great yeah. season for the Chiefs last year. But he went off the ball for a year or two, didn't he? And then he came back last. He broke season. his leg badly. Is that what it was? Okay. The next year, I think. And it took him a long time to get back. Yeah. Um, I think he's, I mean, pair and arrow they've got for the experience, but I think from a physical, for a skillful point of view, yeah. not just so that he plays for the Chiefs. Um, yeah, I th- but partially because he plays for the Chiefs. But yeah, I've well. got a natural inclination to support mm. him. Um, I think he could easily hold that second row. I don't know how he'd lead the hacker. But I think TJ, well, I've said this before, and it's not wishful thinking. I think he's gone. He's going to Japan. I know he wants to come back, though. He's not going to make it. <laughs> Who's the other? Finley Christie will move ahead. Oh, look at that dude. He's a pom dude. An English guy. He's, he's Scottish. A Scottish. You'd hate that. He's Scottish. Sorry, mate. Sorry, right mate. Into it. <laughs> I apologise. We've got 55 seconds, so we'll do a final wrap oh, yes. uh, before we get cut off by the news again. Beatboxing or something else. Uh, East FM 88.1, 107.1. Jim and Giller. We're talking sports as we do most Thursdays. I won't say every, but most. There'll be periods of time we talk about sport. There will be. Yeah, which is some more than others. We're contractually obliged to talk, at least mention it once every 90 seconds. We've touched everything else pretty much tonight, haven't we? Uh, so. There's nothing much. you got nothing left in the tank, I think. Uh, no, I could waffle, but no one wants that. Yep. Okay. All right. Uh, all right. Well, we've got 20 seconds, so maybe okay, I can waffle. just waffle a little bit then. Uh, no, I'm on the spot. you got nothing I'm now. Wordless. Tell a joke? Uh, no, I don't a really. Short one? I'm not really a joke dude. you got no jokes? No, I'm more of a storyteller. Eight, seven, six, five. We'll see you next time. All right. See you next time.